This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, we have with us on the show at this moment our friend Rob Williams from the Sheridan Story, who we have talked to uh, many times for many different reasons, and now we've got you here Busy guy. for another reason. Hello, Rob. Hello. Good afternoon. So um, I do this every time, but can you give a, a quick elevator speech for our listeners who maybe haven't heard of the Sheridan Story about what exactly you do? The Sheridan Story is a network of partners and organization locally here in Minnesota that focuses on food gaps for kids. So when kids don't have access to the, the meal programs typically available at school or through other typically government-funded programs, um, our biggest program is a weekend food program, so we give kids food to take home for the weekend. We also do holiday breaks and summer breaks. Um, now we did a, a, you know, a sort of... Acute, unexpected food gap for kids is, you know, COVID-19. All of a sudden, they're out of school and don't have that foundational food access at school. And then now with the unrest in parts of Minneapolis and St. Paul and elsewhere, it's even more more dire, more difficult for families in that community, those communities, to get food because the, you know, the Target and the Cub and the other grocery Mm -hmm. stores are either either damaged or otherwise inhibited from being open. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about um, Sanford? Um, Sanford, it's a middle school, right? Yeah, Sanford Middle School is located about, I think, about five blocks from Lake Street in mm-hmm. South Minneapolis in the Longfellow neighborhood. Because um, I think it, that's probably where, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to okay. give context for people why I would ask about that, just because that really sort of became a, um, I don't want to say a viral moment, but people were seeing... Um, just the outpouring of donations at Sanford, and, and you guys were involved. It was a viral act of love, if you will. Mm. Um, the Yep, so the families at Sanford, a lot of the kids live, um, well, obviously live in that neighborhood and live close to Lake Street, and all of a sudden with this unrest, there's a, a, a food desert that came out of nowhere because all of the stores and, and grocery stores and businesses are closed. And so, as well as um, mass transit, right? So the buses aren't running, so people can't get around as easily. And the some of the families at Sanford put out a message on Friday, I believe, just saying, hey, we have a specifically 86 kids or 86 families that we want to get bags of food to on Sunday. Can you put together, can, you know, community, Facebook, social media, can you put together food and bring it here Sunday morning? 
and then in the afternoon we'll give it to those families. Um, they called us Saturday morning saying this has become a lot bigger than we were planning, um, which is accurate. <laughs> so yeah. we came in. Um, they asked us to help basically run everything, and so we came in on Sunday and um, provided food to about 500 families that came through that afternoon. And after all of that, we still had about 20,000 bags worth of food left over at the end of the day. We had blocked, we had blocked traffic for about 14 blocks. Hmm. Sorry, Longfellow neighborhood. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I think it was for a good reason. Yeah, It was for a good reason. Sorry, not sorry, I guess. But, yeah. um, and it's just the community response to serve those kids and families in those areas was overwhelming. It was an emotional day. Um, people, it became, obviously we were not expecting that much food to be dropped off. So mm -hmm. people were dropping off food, said, hey, I'll stay and help you get everything organized. So we had probably 100 people um, off the cuff, no planning, say, and help us go through everything. We were there 8.30 a.m. to well, we made all the volunteers leave, but we didn't leave until after curfew. Oh, my gosh. Um, but we, we warned the authorities. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, hey, Rob, I'm so sorry to do this. Can you hang with us? for? And we'll just take a couple minutes on the other side of this break to kind of get a little bit more about Sheridan's story. Is that okay? For sure. Thank Absolutely. you. Okay. So we've been talking with our friend Rob Williams from The Sheridan Story on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, Rob Williams from The Sheridan Story. Um, you just got done, well, sort of were in the midst of telling us about the overwhelming amount of support that was seen at Sanford Middle School and all of the... Uh, all of the work that you and your team was doing to make sure that those um, bags of food in the midst of that food desert in South Minneapolis were kind of assembled and ready for people. Um, and you said you were there after curfew. We're not going to get mad about that. <laughs> we called the, we called the authority. Okay, good. So it was all good. Um, but what, okay. So first question, what now with all of that food? Good question. So, with just the outpouring support of the community, we we distributed thousands of 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 bags of pounds of food, as well as toiletry and diapers and that kind of thing. All the food that we did not yet give out, we've we've brought it back to our facility, and we'll sort through everything, uh, make sure it's safe and not expired, and that kind of thing, and get it back out to the community, back out to local partners, or back out to families directly that need it the most. Mm. And how in in what what ways do you need assistance right now? What is the best way to help you at the Sheridan story do the work that you guys have done so well? I mean, you have been perfectly poised to um you know to step in in this in this exact situation because of the work you've been doing for so long. What's the best way people can continue to help you now, and how are you pivoting to meet this need well just even if we go back three months to COVID starting, um, our, the need increased 400% that we were able to respond to from pre-COVID to following COVID when the kids had to leave school. Mm. Now, especially in these neighborhoods, that's even more significant um, need in that area. Um, food, 
physical, actual food donations are great, but honestly, the most helpful thing is to provide donations of funds. Um, we're able to buy more food than the average consumer, a lot more with our dollar than an average consumer dollar. Um, so donations um, are honestly ideal, and, and you can still text my talk to four four three two one, my talk to four four three two one to get a, a link back to you to to donate on through text. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the that's the most important. That's the most helpful part. Awesome. So Perfect. we'll make sure that we remind people of that again. My talk to four four three two one, right? Yep. So we'll make sure we do that, and then um, what what <laughs> what are you guys going to be doing today and in the next? few days are you still providing logistics yeah so we're partnering closely with our school district partners especially minneapolis public schools where a lot of this um these closures and unrest has taken place and we're supporting additional distribution locations so for for instance at longfellow park which is just down the street from samford middle school we have additional food distribution there every day from 10 to 2 um this week and the school district has food, we have food, and we're supporting families and kids in that area, as well as other um, food distribution sites in partnership with Minneapolis Public Schools. Well, we, um, I, I do just want to remind people, because I don't know that people realize this, technically, school is still in session for the city of Minneapolis. Uh, and so for the rest of this week, and so... Um, uh, you know, the, the those school-aged kids, they're still plugging away at the things that they plug away at. And uh, the work that the Sheridan story has done, I've actually seen it personally in action when I've been part of the uh, food drops that they're doing at the local schools to get school out through the school system. Um, Sheridan story is right there alongside. So, Rob, we thank you for the work that you do. And we'll remind people uh, to text my talk to 44321 in order to donate. And thank you for joining us, Rob. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Appreciate having the chance to share with you all and, uh, and get to chat again. Well, Absolutely. you know, we hope to next time we chat for it to be under better circumstances, mm -hmm. but we are thankful for the place that you occupy in our society. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Absolutely. Well, thanks to you and your listeners for the support. Take care. Uh, that was Rob Williams from the Sheridan story. And, uh, you know, they do such a wonderful job to fill in that food gap. Um, that already exists in the city of Minneapolis for kids. Um, and they have found themselves meeting an even higher need between COVID and now the protests or the, I don't want to say protests because that's not what it is. The, uh, the riots and destruction in South Minneapolis now. Yes, Bradley. Can 